You're listening to The Deep End with Reagan and Audrey on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. We are back on The Deep End. I am Audrey Coffey. This is Reagan Hinsey and special guest Zach Peters. As always, we are on 93.7 The Ticket. Um, you can still call in to our hotline. Um, the Honda of Lincoln hotline is 402-464-5685, or you can text into the Sarder Hammond text line, which is the same number. And we love questions, so fire away. Text away. Text, yeah. Hit the hit the keys. <laughs> um, is that what the kids say? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll go with that. Definitely. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with it. Um, all right. Uh, so... I have a question for Zach. How is the competition environment different now that you've like seen a swim meet not being a timer? Um, how is the com- how, how is the competition environment different in a swim meet versus a gymnastics meet? Because I know that gymnasts like to hype each other up the entire time that y'all are competing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's a great question. Um, I think first and foremost, uh, y'all have a pretty like concise space i guess like it's really really tight that makes sense yeah like y'all don't need a ton of fans for it to be like super loud in there in my opinion like obviously it'd be sick if like two thousand fans were showing up to be there and filling out the entire stands that'd be insane right (laughs) but like even if a hundred people show up which is probably about on saturday probably about a hundred it's about normal Yeah. yeah but like it still feels pretty full and they can still get pretty loud in there um but i think for you guys like it it's fun because you know, you go out there and you do your best and you're done. Obviously, you want the best times possible, but I feel like it's still exciting. And y'all end up do y'all win quite a few events. You know, for us, we don't really know if we win the event till later on or you know, after everyone's done uh, for that for that for that event, especially. But in the grand scheme of things, like when we do bad, you can't cheer for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, obviously they, they might give you like off jury class yeah, yeah. when you're done. Um, but it's a really weird environment when people are falling. Usually you hear a lot of like oohs and ahs in a bad way. Like, Oh shoot. Like he just fell. Right. Um, and for y'all, it's like, you never mess up. Right. You can obviously go slow. I guess in diving, you, you can. I'm thinking more about swimming. Cause I will say it is, it does kind of stink that we can't diving's pretty far away too. Like we're not right there, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of hard to see. So also it kind of gets lost sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I guess swimming specifically. You know, y'all don't mess up necessarily. You can have a bad race, right? You right. can you can you can, DQ. You can think you're we, spent you're swimming a fifty instead of a hundred. That that's or happened. 100 instead that of a is happening yeah. in college meets, but the, yeah. So yeah. but yeah. that's like I know what, what you mean. Ninety nine percent of races it, <laughs> like I might be good or bad, but you did it you did it. Right? Yeah. But with gymnastics, yeah, you can mess up and that can really mess it up. And I know with diving obviously you you can all, you can mess up and that can kinda be like, Oh, like do we clap? Do we not? Like, I guess, yeah. What, what the ha- pity claps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and you know it, too. You're not coming out like, oh, my gosh, they think I killed that. No, they know <laughs> you just sucked. Like, yeah, that's not a fun <laughs> feeling to, like, you know people are. And it still feels good because, you know, they're, they're there to support you no matter what happens, you know, it, and as they should, you know, that's what fans are meant to do. Um, but I, w- I would say I'm biased. But, I mean, the environment in a gymnastics competition is much. It's, it's a lot more, in my opinion. So we've gone over this before with me and Reagan, but bad routine, you just fell on your face or wherever, and you're hearing the oohs and the ahs, you know, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? How do you get back into it? 
Yeah, um, I'll focus on floor and vault just because those are the two events I compete the most at Nebraska. Vault, I only fell, um, I think, I think twice. I actually like fell. Um, you kind of you just rub it off. Vault's like really quick. You do it, get off, but if you fall, oh well. Um, and then you just move on. And vault's usually a pretty high scoring event, so you can kind of get away with that. But floor, yeah, usually I like I almost black out. Like I I, for, I don't remember some of those routines that I fell on or did really? that on. Yeah, like it, it's gone. Like you just I mean a because you want to focus on the rest of the meet because usually floor is the first event, so you have, you have at least an event event or two to compete, and the rest of the team still has to go right. And so you kind of just push that out of your head. On top of that, the next day you're like, yeah, I definitely don't want to think about that. And so th- there's like a few routines that I I don't even remember competing in. I can go watch the video. I know exactly what happened. Trust me, <laughs> I do not forget those bad days, but. They're gone in my head. I cannot tell you what happened. So wow. I think, yeah, it's it's not a fun thing at all. I think in gymnastics, it's really embarrassing because you put in all the all this time, all this energy. Reagan, I think you can really relate to this. And then you get the, you get your one chance to go and compete, and you mess it up. You could you could hit it ninety nine times in practice, and the one time you go and compete, it you fall. The one time it matters, and, and it just sucks because yeah. and people because they don't I mean they never see us practice all the time, so they don't know everything. But it's just like. Man, you know you can do it better than that too. Unless you had a bad week, then maybe that's a little bit different. But usually, if you're in lineup or if you're competing, then you're you had a good week. So. Yeah. Um, so in in diving, um, I don't I don't I don't think this applies to swimming. Sorry, Audrey. That's okay. Um, There's like a different sport over there. Let's sorry. say yeah, let's say I'm unique. <laughs> let's say you're in a finals at Big Tens. Mm. If the divers in the finals, the swimmers are absolutely going crazy no matter how bad they did on the dive because that can influence the judges' scores. Um, does that happen in gymnastics yeah. too? That's a great question. Um, I would say no in some manner. Uh, usually the teams, just based off how the meets are uh, put, especially I can – so we're talking like Big Tens and Stivales. Yeah, bigger meets. Yeah, we'll talk about those. Your corrals are pretty far away. So the judges aren't looking at you at all, and they're not hearing you whatsoever. Oh. Like the, like the actual teams. Okay. Unless, like, you stick a vault, then they might hear you guys just go nuts, right? Um, or ha- have a huge routine. Um, but besides that, they, they're focused on judging, trying to get the score out, because it's not as fast as y'all. They got to do the execution, the difficulty, got to make sure it's right, talk with the other judge, all, the other, everybody else on the panel. Um, but what matters is you. So if you have a bad routine or you and you and you finish well, or even if you fall on your dismount, you want to get up, you want to smile, you want to salute respectively, and you want to you want to get hype still. That yeah. matters. The last thing they see is gonna make a difference because when they when they go back and they look at routines and they say, oh, was that a three tenth three tenth deduction or a one tenth? They might just I mean just you being a positive and happy person. They might oh I think that was just a one. That literally happens because they have to talk with the other judges about it. So I think the person that actually is competing, that matters. And we talk a lot about that. We don't care how you perform. After you're done, you act like you just had the best best routine of your life. And you walk off. If you want to go pout, go pout. Fine. Still shouldn't do that. But that's better than while you're on the floor competing. Yeah. Um, how does scoring work for men's gymnastics? Because <laughs> diving is on a scale from 0 to 10 in mm-hmm. half point increments. And then women's is on a scale of 10, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's weird. Is uh, that the same or is it different? It's different. Okay, how? Yeah. Okay. Like you're talking like with men's and women's gymnastics specifically. Yeah, well, yeah. how does the scoring so differ? So for women's gymnastics, they are just on a 10-0 system. Uh, so the highest maximum score they can get is a 10-0. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I, they have you know I think they I think they might start at like a nine four. I think they just changed that pretty recently, and then they have to do certain skills, certain element groups to get to the ten o, right? Okay. And that's it. And then their deductions are also pretty different. They can get half tenths off, which we don't have anywhere uh, in gymnastics. I think worldwide actually. Um, and so their deductions are a lot different. So a lot of times you'll see scores from like nine six to ten o. If it's below that, they probably fell or had a really bad routine. Uh, but for us, we start at a ten, as long as you have six skills, uh, and then. There's four element groups. As long as you complete those, which are pretty easy to do, you just need an A for most of them. Uh, you start at a 12, and then all then you have 10 skills that you can have difficulty for. Basically, the value of every single one of those skills adds up. So if you have 10 skills that are all, all worth a C value, or 3 tenths, then you, you would start at a 15 because 3 times 10 is 3.0, plus 12 is 15. And then they deduct from there. Uh, and we, we go basically all, off of FIG rules, which is like the olympic committee like worldwide this is the same judging same rules that we use anywhere else so there's there's a few minor differences but overall it's the same um so what is the highest you could get oh gosh <laughs> that, that's a fun one well so i mean technically no one's ever done it because really? well, well no because it's with difficulty if you do all the hardest skills in the code that's your maximum start by and if you did it perfectly which would never happen in men's gymnastics at least mm -hmm. uh then but yeah, it's not possible. I think the highest score to date in the new code, like on the on the fig level, might be uh, I want to say sixteen four, or somewhere around that mark. Uh, Jake Bonnet could probably correct me. He's very good with numbers. <laughs> uh, but I I believe the person that's uh, performed that his name's Zhao Jingguan. He's from China. Uh, he does parallel bars. He's one of the few people. He's gone nine six execution, which means they only found four tenths off in his routine. And for any gymnastics nerds out there you know that's insane that never happens but he's done that a few times because he's that clean and his difficulty is off the charts and so he's gone that 16-4 number but technically again you know there's people competing with 17 point whatever start values yeah and it, it just depends on how hard your skills are so what apparatuses do y'all do that are different than women's gymnastics yeah and, oh, well obviously like what are the same yeah so we we both share floor and vault um and then uh, the two events they do that we don't to complete their four is uneven bars and balance beam. Again, that's, that's, that's a big thing. I think a lot of people think we do beam. We don't. I promise that would be uh, not, not wouldn't be too great if we felt like that. Uh, but uh, again, we do not do beam. Um, and then the events that we do that they don't, which there's four of them. You have pommel horse, uh, still rings, parallel bars, and horizontal bar. Um, horizontal bar is somewhat similar to uneven bars. I'd say like. High bar and P bars is like a combination for uneven bars for them, but still different events. So, um, can you explain what pommel horse is? Yeah, so it's like a I'm gonna go like a four feet, five feet long horse, basically. You know, and there's, there's like literally there's four legs. That's why it's called pommel horse. And there's two pommels on top of it, like two handles that you swing on. So um, does it look like a mechanical bull, kinda? Yes, literally. <laughs> and if you see someone, you know, in the middle of it sitting down that's not good <laughs> that means they <laughs> fail so you don't want them to think that but it, 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 it there is some similarity there yes all right yeah um well we are gonna go to break um this is the deep end on 93.7 the ticket um i'm reagan Hinsey with audrey coffee and zach peters and we'll be right back <laughs> 